0: Hello, this is Steve Klein, Fizbo Smarts, episode 13. Let's do this. Hi, this is Steve Klein with Fizbo Smarts, bringing you the best tips, tools, and techniques for selling your home digitally, on your own, and online, for sale by owner style, and helping you save thousands of dollars in the process. And in this episode, I'm really happy to bring a great milestone on our personal Fizbo journey. And that is, we have a sales pending! Woohoo! Yay! So what does this all mean? I'll get to that in a moment. And I'll get into some of the exciting things that have unfolded in the spiritual aspect of, of this home sale coming right up. Now, as many of you know, this has been a long time coming and I was really Uh, really on the fence about even not doing this, uh, not going forward with the for sale by owner and just doing it through a realtor. I I almost gave up on my Fizbo journey and it really wouldn't have been given up. It would have been just approaching it from a different angle, right? I mean, because even the fact that I did this for sale by owner journey doesn't mean that I couldn't have sold it myself through a realtor and got even a greater discount because of the fact that I, listed it as a Fisbo property. I can't tell you how many real estate agents have called me and also companies that put you on lists that realtors then will use in order to get more information out of your property. I don't even think I talked about that one. Maybe I'll talk about that one in a future episode. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about the fact that we have a bona fide sales pending. Now, of course, this means that you know, it doesn't mean that the house is sold yet. It means that we are just in a sales pending. And anything could happen at this point. So I, I always say that it's not over until it's over. It's not over until they have the keys in their hand and you have money in your bank account. And so so we're going to go for, with that. But for now, I wanted to kind of give you a, a little bit of a snippet of what's happened thus far. So the last time we met, I know that I had mentioned... Uh, which is only actually a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that uh, we we were putting the house back up to retail price, and that we'd got a lot of people interested in it, even though we put it up back to the retail price. Now I did come down about five thousand because I wanted to have a quicker sale, and we finally got an offer, and it was so it was so surreal when they. When we walked them through, because they sort of said, "You know, well, yeah, we're ready to make an offer. I think we, I think we want to make an offer." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, sure, okay." And, and I had to kind of play it down, thinking, "Oh, wow, okay, I got to get the contract ready, my little little template." And we had heard this before because just one week prior to this, we had another couple who was interested in it, and they said that they had been having a picture on their refrigerator about this house. And that they were theirs was contingent upon them selling their house first, so they didn't want to make an offer to us if they didn't have the money or the funds available to to purchase it. So, so they were trying to sell their home and buy our home instead. Now, their home was comparable to ours, and I didn't understand why they wanted to buy it, but they said they wanted the more they were on a hillside, and they wanted more of a flat surface, and they wanted a, a bigger backyard. So that's what this one provided. But here's the spiritual aspect of it. So I, I was talking about this at the beginning when I was just speaking about selling this, and I don't think I've ever shared this with you in this podcast. But early on, my cousin, the one we visited in Colorado, well, she gave us a Saint Joseph statue, and she said that it was a it was a good luck thing because Saint Joseph was supposed to be watching over the house, and when you sell your home, it should it it will help, and so you know, we're, we're prayerful and we're mindful of things like this and, and we have faith. And so, but you know, and that, it kind of sounded a little superstitious, but I thought, well, I'll, we'll try it. Of course, nothing really happened all these months. And we thought, well, maybe it's nice gesture and everything, and we'll put it in the drawer, but maybe we weren't having faith. You know, maybe we were really not thinking that this thing was going to happen. I mean, look at all of the things that have happened. We, We've had the house on the market for six months near, you know, and there's no, no offer or five months, whatever it's been, there was been no offer. We lost my mother-in-law, you know, all these things were happening. Um, And then my wife just kind of got surreal on me and, and she, she said, no, I'm going to pray and we are going to sell this house. So she said this sincere prayer and I followed it up with a sincere prayer as well because i realized who were we doing this for it was for my mom it was a total unselfish giving of ourselves because we had been helping her even with her, her expenses and after running two credit cards up you know it's it was just getting to where we all can't handle it you know we couldn't we couldn't sustain this and so it's in fact like this next month we're going to have to try and figure out how we're going to pay make ends meet before we we sell this if this sale goes through it'll be great but we still need to make that final payment there's still a payment due in uh in march so anyway i'll get to that in a second but we just thought about if we can put a sincere prayer we felt that the prayer was a sincere one and then it might get answered and lucky for us it did it felt like our prayers were answered because it almost started immediately like 2 days later that's when we got the call from this couple that was very interested But here's another little secret that I want to let you in on. I think this was being answered even before. There was something that I did early on, way back when I first put this house on the market. So I'll reveal that to you in here in just a minute. But I had another investor ask about this house and other people that came by that just, you know, they weren't interested in the house to live in. They were more interested in it for a rental property. And And I just knew that even though it could be a great rental property, I didn't think it would really work for someone that that would really want to take care of the house as if it was their own. And there was a family that wanted to, again, buy it on contract with me. And I said, yeah, I'd love to sell it to you because they were a great family. And I said, I just I need the money now because of my mom. And I explained the situation to people. Everyone was really appreciated when I did that. I just shared with them, "Hey, this isn't for me. It's for my mom. She's in an assisted living facility, and this is just this been her house growing. It was my house growing up, and now she's selling it so she can, you know, it'll sustain her. And she's got a lot of friends there now, and they're taking good care of her and all this stuff. So people were getting it, but luckily for us, the two families that wanted it. One of them finally did say yes and say, I want to make the offer. And that was this young couple who were wanting to start their own family there. He is a chiropractor and she is a nurse. And they, they both themselves are want to raise their family there and, and make it their home. They even were using the words that I used when I was talking about the garden. I guess he's a real avid gardener. But not only that, he loved the architecture of our home because he had a similar home like that when he was growing up and it reminded him of his childhood he loved the archways of the old style of the archways that we had from going from one hall to a next or one room to the next. I can't tell you how much joy that brings me to hear them say this, especially since we had others that didn't want to even live there or you know rather just wanted to make it a rental property. So and these people actually wanted to live there and make it be their own. And here's a secret from earlier that I wanted to tell you that I brought up. They wanted the house before they even set foot in it. They bought the house, our home, sight unseen. They had been watching my video, the one that I did of the video tour. And it was so strange because it was that video that in their minds made them really fall in love with the house. They just needed to see it in person before making the commitment to make an offer. Isn't that crazy? I mean, they didn't say that, but I could tell in a few words that they said that they saw the video and they really loved the house and they just walked through it and they almost as if they knew where everything was based on how I'd walked it through them with them on the video. I mean, how awesome is that? Now, the fact that the other couple had, uh, the second runner-up couple, they had that photo on their refrigerator in their kitchen for like, I guess, three to four weeks already and I didn't know that as well. I mean, that was ongoing. And now with that particular couple, they approached us first, but there's required, of course, that house house to be sold first before they could make us an offer. So, uh, fortunately for the young couple, they got they they were the first ones to give us the offer, and they're now in going to go in escrow. So, anyway, I'm just really excited. I'm really thrilled, and I just wanted to kind of share this good news with you guys since uh, since I've been making these these uh, these audio audio recordings, and I want hopefully we'll put this up somewhere sometime soon. So you can, uh, so it'll be enjoyed by others. And hopefully it'll mean something to someone out there on your own Fizbo journey. So you're probably saying, well, Steve, what's next? Well, he- here's the fun part. So we signed the earnest money agreement. I filled it out with them. They're going to give me an earnest money because they couldn't give me one uh, the day that they were there, they signed the agreement, but the earnest money check she had to go get a cashier's check. So we're going to meet that on that, uh, tomorrow. And then we open escrow. And then what's going to happen then is that they have one week, seven days per our contract to get a home inspection. And then they will, with that home inspection, if there's anything that's noted in there, they're going to bring it to our attention. Now, the cool thing is, this is their first home ever that they're buying. This is their first time home buyer. So they're going to need furniture. And we have a lot of furniture that I don't want to move. And so we're going to see how much of this furniture they really want to keep because it sounds like they're they're not going to have much furniture to move in with. So they may just like to see or keep that furniture that's already there. So I'm going to see how much of that they want to keep. We're going to see how much of the... Uh, if anything, that the inspection report will show because I don't think it's going to show much. And yeah, it's we're going to go from there. There's, there's one w- weird wire that we have hanging from our tree in the back that my dad put up a long time ago. It's a security light, but the wire is kind of hanging down. And I remember when we had the electrician out replacing our circuit board to a more modern circuit board. I remember him, him looking at some of the things in the garage and certain electrical things. So maybe they might say something about that. But other than that, I think it's it's a pretty solid piece of property. There shouldn't be any issues whatsoever. So I'm really confident that things will just go through smoothly on that. And then barring anything else that we find, and, and again, anything's negotiable, right? So like if, if we find something, then maybe we could drop the price a couple thousand or increase it based on how much furniture that they would like to keep, because that is a negotiate a negotiable asset as well the furniture that we're leaving for them, and they're going to get a lot of appliances. So it's really going to be great. I mean, they're really excited. I'm excited for them, and I'm just really looking forward to having this thing go through, and I hope it does. So anyway, again, I'm just really excited, so I wanted to kind of share that with you guys, and uh, knowing how it's been a long haul for for us, and uh, just, you know, hope if we can get this, this sold because it's a lot different than the other homes I've sold in the past, because it's, this is more meaningful, uh, to me for my mom. And, and so, you know, like I said, if I, if I had my, my druthers, I'd rather not sell it. Uh, but it's not doing good, any good sitting there and it's costing us a lot of money. And so, uh, you know, $3,500 extra that my mom doesn't have and that we don't have to keep basically putting money into something that's not even being used. So it's going to be good. It'll be paid off and my mom will be at basically no debt from that. And then it'll just be all the money now could go to her uh, cost of her living rather than cost of her living and more living where she's not living. (laughs) So anyway... All right. Well, hey, thanks again for the listening to this episode. And hopefully before the next episode, which will be next month in March, we'll go over more of those processes that happen through the escrow. We'll talk about the timing of things, the whatever was found out by the home inspection report, and also anything that the lender has or needs and anything that will, we'll just make that a big focus on the escrow process itself. So until next time, this is Steve Klein reminding that yes, you too can sell your own home quickly, affordably and online, saving you thousands of dollars by doing for sale by owner the Fisbo Smarts way. And we'll see you in the next episode.